Spoiler alert, we are about to discuss Badly Behaved by Megan Brandy in detail. Oh, thank God. All the details. So if you haven't read it, go check out our review episode. Even if it's just to hear our lovely voices and also hear from Megan. Your voice isn't lovely today. I don't really care. <laughs> um, and otherwise, jump out of this one and come back when you're ready. Okay. That's all the warning you're getting. We're getting into this because I need to talk about it. Okay, let's start with Jameson. What was your perspective on her as a character? Oh, look, I jumped back and forth with her, right, because mm. on the one hand I was getting, like, I felt sorry for her because of all the stuff that her mum had, you know, basically put on her shoulders and forcing her to be with this pig, Anthony, who wanted to control her every aspect of her life, mm -hmm. whether she drank coffee or tea, what colours she wore, <laughs> how she wore her hair. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, couldn't deal with you. Um, but on the other hand, I was like, she was so accepting of it that that was just her part in life. Like she didn't, it wasn't like she was even like, oh, you know, I have to do this, but I'm devastated by it. It was just like, yeah, this is what I've got to do and that's fine. Like I'm mm. cool to do it. So that part of her I didn't, I didn't enjoy I think that stemmed a lot from the suicide of her father, her father's suicide, in terms of she just didn't want to feel after that. And she hadn't actually, I don't think, properly dealt with it either. And so she was kind of just shutting herself off from all emotion and it was made easier by her mum just setting out these steps that she had to do and her just following them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked her character with when you look in relation to her friend circle, so, yeah, to your point, she had, you know, she's privileged, she's, um, you know, she's got her whole life laid out for her, what she has to do, but within her friend circle she was really different. Like she wasn't she wasn't judgmental at all. Like she, she was kind of like the odd one out in the friend circle. Yeah, she, right? was the odd, she was the odd one out and it was she didn't really, for me, I didn't feel like she took advantage of her status no either she was just like well this is what i've been born into this is what it is and yeah i i actually i did like her oh i like i her. really liked her but <clears throat> and she definitely did some things that surprised me like when she was called out in her friend group and they all thought that she wouldn't like talk to ransom or whatever and then she would like call him over and stuff like that i, I was expecting her to kind of cower down and be that person within the friend group that was like oh no I'll shut them off, mm. you know, they're not a part of this group or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I mean when she's like she's not judge she wasn't judgmental toward other people, but mm. yeah, she wasn't afraid to actually stand up to the people in her inner friend circle as well. Yeah, and also like let's not skip over the fact that she was taking Xenex like a lot. <laughs> so it's a surprise that she had the ability to have any feelings at all because yeah. every time she had any she was just like pop is that i'm cool mm. so yeah and anthony <laughs> oh my god i could not deal with him i was like is this is this dick for real like I, so when you first meet him though it's kind of like oh okay he's just a you know he's wanting to gain another rich dude okay. yeah he's wanting to but gain his connections after and... every other in interaction she has with him and it's just those like one-liner comments like 
what's she gonna yeah. call it? I'm gonna call you Jamie and all this yeah. kind of stuff. I yeah. was like, and he's oh, like, that's more feminine. God. Or the, the coffee, oh, we'll enjoy the coffee now because you'll be drinking tea. And I was thinking to myself, why can't she drink coffee? I mean, because he was a controlling I know, bastard. Yeah, I know that. And then what about the the hair as well? Like, oh, I couldn't. I, you need to be naturally beautiful. I just couldn't stand it. And also, I was a bit like grossed out about the fact that he was like 29 or something and she's 17. Like, yes, come on, guys. Right. You never have an issue with that. Daughter, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't have an issue with it. He's just like, yeah, it's cool. Well, Which, he in, in all, he was waiting until her 18th birthday, though. In all fairness. Are you going to say that, really? <laughs> no. In all fairness. No, seriously. but like, it was kind of like an arranged thing. It was an arranged thing by her mother. Yes. So let's just not forget that. Her oh, I know. Set this up. Her mum was a crazy bitch. But I could not stand the mum. Do you know what? As the story progressed, though, because at first I was like, oh, my God, her mother. Her mother is a fucking crazy person yeah. for doing it. But then... As the story progressed, I was kind of in the back of my mind thinking to myself, does the mum have another agenda here? But I don't know if she did. This is... No, so I don't... Th- I, she didn't... She didn't she at didn't, all. She didn't plan to. No, she didn't at all. But then she did turn herself around in the last 10% of the book. Yeah. No, um, I mean, she didn't turn around completely. Not me. completely, no. But she uh, at least... Yeah. But went off the part where I felt like I needed to, like, have her stabbed. No, but I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, thinking to myself maybe just maybe you know yeah no she wasn't i know <laughs> and then uh-huh. the oh we'll just stay on anthony for a bit but when the, his yacht blew up oh my god and then he just walks over doesn't even care that she's hurt and just basically makes a comment about you know you better not have a scar because you need to remain perfect i was like oh no he did it but then i was also thinking to myself like with the significance of the pearl like i didn't pick that up not straight away but also it, i thought the story was going to go down like a, a mafia type of angle or some <laughs> gang related thing i it yeah and then when nothing when that didn't happen and then you realize okay well actually you know there's that story with ransom and the sister and anthony like oh okay it all makes sense now <laughs> <laughs> circle back to that. Let's circle back to that because that is right at the end of the book and I do want to discuss that more in detail. But jumping into the blackout theme, I loved the blackout theme and how, mm. like, they would switch the lights off and shit would go down and I don't know, it just was a little bit thrilling, especially for her because, you know, she really had no enjoyment in her life and it was the only enjoyment for her. But, I mean... Oh, they kidnapped her at the party? I know, and they just that? left her on oh the beach. God. How dark is it? I know. But they black out, like, yeah, I guess, I mean, it might take your eyes a little bit of time to adjust. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and why take her and leave her on the beach? It was like, was that their way? I think it was just because they cared. Yeah. I loved the three boys. I loved them all. All of them had qualities that I was just like, yeah, just so cute. Um, but ultimately, like, yeah, every time they had their little interactions in the dark, they just got hotter and hotter and hotter, like eventually leading up to when the yacht blew up and then they had that hot as fuck, like, moment out by the car. Yeah. And it just was giving me major, like, cabin scene memories, you know, because they're in the dark and she doesn't exactly know who's touching her Mm. and whatnot. So, yeah, I was all for it. The pool table scene was fucking hot. So obviously it becomes like pretty tragic because, 
you're thinking that they just like to have like a little bit of, you know, group sex going on and stuff like that. But then it all comes out that it's just because Ransom literally can't get off with a chick because he's so scarred because the last time he was having sex with someone, his sister was in a horrible accident. No, Amy. It was Amy. I know. It was one Amy and only time we ever had sex before. I know. Well, let's not put aside the fact that she was a crazy bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. She slept with her sister's friggin' boyfriend, which led to her sister killing herself. Oh, I know. There was a lot going on. That was extremely tragic. But anyway, sorry, back on track to this and we'll get to that part because it's a pretty big moment that we need to discuss too. But, yeah, the pool table scene. So, yeah, it all leads up to this, like, crescendo okay. where. Halt. Oh, dear God. Okay. The bathroom scenes before this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Amy's in the bathroom, obviously, of yeah. course, because she's everywhere. She's everywhere, yeah. Um, And there's a moment in that pool, uh, in that scene where there's like she she recalls like kissing sounds yes yeah and at the time when you're reading it i'm like i don't quite understand what's why are there kissing sounds are there other people making out in this in this bathroom yeah and And then yeah well they were but then at the time you're just so invested in what is happening yeah and then cut to pool table scene so we find it out to the crescendo. <laughs> Ransom finally is able to like get it up. Well, he could get it up before he couldn't finish. <laughs> he couldn't finish. He had to finish himself off while staring at the girl who was being finished off by someone else. Um, but they're, they're so fucking. Helpful, aren't they? They're fucking. They were so helpful. They were so helpful. But also, I just imagine how hot it was for them. Like they're literally getting themselves off at the same time and like just being involved in this. Anyway, anyway. Oh my god. So ransom and her. He's like, yeah. Close your eyes. Okay, you can't open them till I buy you. And then, bam. She looks over. I know. I had no idea. I was like, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? <laughs> What's happening? And it was Beretta and Arson. Oh, oh so freaking hot. Stop it. That, oh, gosh. And, and Arson was the dominant one, which I was no, just like, totally oh, my surprised. God. I'm sorry. That that part where he winks. Oh, I mean, that no. moment lives right free in my head. Oh. I just kept thinking back on it like, oh, my God. He just looks over and he winks. He's so fucking cheeky. And, and he doesn't talk. I love the fact that Arson... Doesn't talk, but he speaks so loudly. Like, he's not saying anything, but his behaviours, his actions, every little, like, part with them, he's always leaving an impression. And they don't need him to actually speak. No, no, they don't. They're they're just content with him being himself and they've accepted that and and Jamison has really... Like she doesn't even judge you, and that's that. I think that's the whole thing I love about her character is she's so non-judgmental. Yeah, and except towards her sister, which I thought was pretty unfair because her sister was going to be in the same position as her, except she stood up for herself. And for some reason, Jamison lays all the blame on her sister's feet and not her mum's for a long time. I think that comes back down to um, the expectation of that privileged family upbringing that they've had Mm. because until that point, Jamison really didn't, until she has that complete meltdown meltdown and confrontation with her sister, she still doesn't understand what it is that she wants either or what she wants to do. No, she she, doesn't. Because when she gets into this, starts to actually get involved with 
the three guys in her mind she's like yeah I, i've still got until my 18th birthday so it's totally fine she's got an end date on this yeah she's not committed to it she's not committed to it but it's not until she has that breakdown with her sister that you know she realizes well hang on i was probably being unfair but with her sister i feel like her sister wasn't supportive either of her no ever they didn't really have a relationship it was again very surface level you know they'd go to the salon together but they didn't really have mm. they didn't share anything mm. with each other yeah all the stuff starts happening with jules she's basically having a bit of a breakdown and that kind of brings to the surface a lot of issues with jemison and her father and a lot of unresolved feelings that she had there where she hasn't actually kind of confronted the feelings that she had about her father committing suicide and and everything like that building up to her basically having a really big breakdown because she thought she was okay with it but she hasn't actually dealt with it so she was quite young when he died. <clears throat> Absolutely. And so you've got, firstly, Jules ending up in hospital, um, you know, with her stomach getting pumped. And and that's like because, you know, they see her get building up and up and up with her drinking and that sort of stuff. But I don't think they realised how serious it was until that point. And I must say, like, at that point, I'm thinking, okay, like that's, that's the tipping point and now mm. they're going to start rallying around her and then it comes out of nowhere as I think this type of thing does a lot for a lot of people that the next minute there's a call and it's just that Jules has actually committed suicide which was completely tragic and just completely unexpected and as I said I think you know the way that it was written into the book heavily reflects how it happens a lot in real life in that a lot of people, you hear people making comments about that sort of stuff to say, like, I just had no idea that that was going to be the case. Yeah, so I think that's, you know, where Jamison really, you know, when Jules does die and Jamison really realises that she has been so oblivious to everything that's been going on around her and what's happening with her friend, she feels like, and it's not to say that her problems that she's going through at the same time aren't as important or anything like that but she would she didn't see it coming and she was just so wrapped up in her own life and things that were going on that she completely missed that yeah it was quite devastating the way it was written yeah it was really hard to read like the whole scene you know at the house and going over to the cemetery and everything like that was yeah very confronting yeah and then for for it to be, you know, the twin sister that had slept with her boyfriend. And... I know, I know. And I didn't see that coming at all. No. <clears throat> I didn't know why their parents were cranky at Amy, but I just thought maybe they were, you know, I think upset they, that yeah, Jules I, was gone. I think they were reflecting. Yeah. I think they were like, well, they obviously knew what, a bit about what had happened. And, mm. and Dax, so Jules' boyfriend was also... A complete mess because he realised, yeah, that he played a part in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very, it was a very hard part to read all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So we move on from that to the part where it gets unveiled that Anthony and Ransom are actually oh. brothers. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Did, I didn't see it coming. I no, thought did not at all. I thought it was. Is it Callie who? I think it's earlier in the book that there's a comment made about 
it being someone from her parents' work or something like there's a there's a connection there with Callie and I thought it I didn't think it was going to be I definitely didn't say it was going to be ransom. I thought it was going to be a connection to Callie and her family or something. There's a but yeah, not no, it surprised me big time. And then it was like holy shit when you realised that he was the one that blew up the boat and you were like, oh damn. Yeah, the pearls all then made sense. He was playing to win. I think when she's in the room with um, with Anthony and you hear another person enters the house and is walking up the stairs and I think that's when it clicked. I was like, that's Ransom. Like, holy shit, this is his brother. The whole time. I know. I <laughs> and know. then it all made sense as to, like, why, like, all the things that Ransom had gone through and everything with his sister as well and the the part at the club right at the start like it all just everything starts to click into place and you're like sense. okay get where wow this is yeah this is very surprising yeah um, but then he still after anthony lays it all down and thinks that he's going to have the final say and still get what he wants ransom is still like no, I'm. I'm. We'll choose you, Jameson, because we will work out a way yeah, to get my tasker. And I loved that. I, I loved know. that. There was just no doubt in his he mind. Yeah, no doubt. He at any time, he was like, "This is happening." Yeah. He he didn't even have to think about it. He's like, "No, we'll work on getting like getting my sister out of the hospital together." But you're not going anywhere, and you're a part of yes, this. Yeah, yeah. I did love that. I did love that because in a lot of books you often see there's always a conflict there. Yeah, where they're like, well, yeah, they feel a little bit hopeless mm. and they don't know how to get out of it. But, yes, so I did love that. I loved how the book finished and then how Megan included that little bit extra, you know, that little bonus scene that you could go and read and yeah. they had their wedding and I loved how they, like, um, you know, she arranged for the little secret with the blackout and she had the paint like the yeah. arrow paint on her and the um the coloured eyes. The colored eyes. Oh my god, I was like, oh this is so hot. I'm not gonna lie, the coloured eyes would creep. Nah, me loved out. it. I was so <laughs> there for it. The blue eyes. Oh my god, I was there for it. Nah. Oh. And I loved how like they're in there and it's like, oh they're gonna have like a four-way again and then like she has that paint on and ransom's like, yeah, get out. This is I mean, you're not gonna be here. Yes. This. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is just us. Yeah. So yeah, I think it leaves it opened. And just listen to what Megan has to say, but I think it leaves it open for possibly, you know, um, Arson and Beretta's story to possibly involve a third, since they seem to be quite open to include a female in their relationship if it was one that they both were invested in. So Mm. I don't know. I think that would be pretty hot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, we might leave it there. Go over and listen to what Megan had to say. She had some pretty cool stuff to say about it and some really big insights into the book, which I which I found, you know, really great to hear. Listen to that and we'll catch up with you next week. Bye. Enjoy reading. Okay, guys, we're back with Megan Brandy just to talk about all things spoiler with Badly Behaved. So we kind of touched on this back in the review episode but we loved the idea of the blackout we loved it and how basically you explored the fact that in the dark Jemison could really come out of her skin and be who she wanted to be and she didn't have to be caged in by those you know societal concepts that her parents had put her into and obviously my question was 
did it all stem from the popularity of the cabin scene, which you have confirmed. And I love yeah. that. Yeah, it was such an iconic scene, that cabin scene. And we have thought about it a lot of time. Okay. <laughs> what she says to me. All right, you need to read this book. Uh, just think <laughs> the cabin scene times a thousand. I'm like, mm-hmm. and then I'm that reading That's my description. It. I'm reading the book <laughs> and I'm like, where is this damn cabin scene? <laughs> She's like, I'm waiting for it now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I literally, like I do, because I, I tend to read really late at night and I just snap her and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so like, you could have at least given me a bit of an idea. No, I didn't of- prepare her. And yeah. so firstly, like obviously the car scene, the original, the car scene there was like so hot. But the scene that really got her, which is what she was Snapchatting me about at midnight, was the scene where... In um, the bedroom. In the bedroom where Ransom and... The pool table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you did not prepare me for Arsene Beretta. You did not prepare no, me I, I loved that. Oh, my God. Loved it so much. Yeah. I didn't... Yeah. And I didn't see it coming either that they would be... Like, I, I, I thought when she started getting with Ransom, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So they're just kind of you know they're they're kind of like funny, so. <laughs> hot and you know like yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. So I was like yeah okay it's the same that that's really nice and then when when he says like open your eyes I was like oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yay no that's exactly what I wanted no. yeah loved it um, so I, I feel like when you get to that it's like you're like oh shit like you realize little things along the way you know yeah. what I mean so it's like I love it I was yeah. like okay I hope it doesn't I didn't want anything to trigger but I wanted like right then like sparks to be like okay yeah yeah now I get it yeah the kissing, <laughs> the kissing in the bathroom yes the school bathroom the sound of the, the kissing. sound of the kissing like I honestly was like I didn't even I didn't even occur to me until I read yeah. that yeah Okay. <laughs> in relation to Arson, uh, we love that you wrote the character that didn't talk, but he was still able to convey his um, emotion through his mannerisms and behaviour. Yeah. Um, and I also like that he was always there for Ransom and Beretta, despite his past traumas. He was just always there, like yeah. always the constant. I love that. How yeah. was it to write about a character like this and be able to give him the attention he deserved? Because he was actually... He was one of my, few, yeah, one of I know. I, he was my constant favorite throughout the whole thing. And he didn't even talk. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I think that's the intriguing part. It's just like, I feel like in a lot of books, you're waiting for that moment where you, when you have a character, the ones that I've come across, like when you have a character who doesn't speak, there's there's been, a, there's a reason why. And they usually end up speaking. And I was like, I don't want that for him. It's not who he is. Like, I don't see yeah. the purpose there was no purpose for that. Like it, if, if that was the case, then he would have, he would have spoken to his friends in private and, or, you know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't want it to be like his journey to finding his voice because he found his voice already and he was who he was and they accepted him for that. Like, even though he didn't speak, like, you know, he found his voice. Um, but it was tough at first to, it's hard writing for, for people period when they're all in the scene it's like there's okay everybody's looking left and then they're looking right and there's all these eyes and it's like what the hell do you even do with that you know but um I I wasn't sure if he'd outshine some of the other characters but like you said he's kind of like their constant like he's the calm I I wanted to make sure that he was still just like a very important key piece like I wanted them all to have 
their key piece because nothing would happen without them. Like for Jameson and Ransom, for her, like they helped her get to those next stages. Like he was the softness that she was missing. You know, Ransom didn't give her that softness at first. Like she, he she felt it from him because all he can do is make someone feel because he doesn't yeah. use his words, you know? So she, it was just the whole dynamic behind it. Um, but it was really hard. Like I had to go back a lot of times and adjust different parts with him because I was like, okay, like how can just like in certain moments, like just the way he would even touch or look or turn, like made a huge difference. Like you wouldn't think so, but one little line of like, just the way his shoulders fell or whatever, like if, yeah. for example, like it, it really made all the difference, but it was not easy for sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he didn't even have to really speak when he, all he did was wink in that scene. I was like, oh my God. You? Yeah, and like that was so fun. I was that like, oh week. shit, like, okay, he's like a soft, but like right here is like, he's the fucking man. <laughs> like, oh my know? God, I loved, I loved that he was the actor. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> I, I was like, Okay, okay. You've outdone the cavity. <laughs> Although it's still one of my all I mean, it'll always be there. They're there. Yeah. Um, so will they get their own novella? Because I do love them and I just, I need to know more about them. <laughs> I know. I would love to. And I've thought about it. Like if maybe an anthology were to come up or um, it, at least a newsletter piece, I can't imagine not giving them something but I can't promise them a whole book at this point, you yeah. know? So yeah. I would definitely don't want to say goodbye to them because I'd like to explore them a little bit more, but it's like, it's kind of scary to dive full male male. Like it's, you yeah. know, I don't want to insult anyone. Like there's a lot that has to go into that. Like you have to get, um, or you don't have to, but I would want to use like sensitivity readers and stuff like yeah. that to make sure, I don't want to do the, do it, their relationship justice. Cause like it's, right now it's on the surface, you know? So yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. a lot. <laughs> so I guess a, a huge plot twist was when Anthony and Ransom turn out to be brothers. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, did you see it coming? <laughs> um, nope. So did you plan that from the very start of the book or did that kind of just evolve along the way? I did not plan that at first. Um, at it was gonna kind of take more of a mafia spin at some stages and then like kind of have him be involved in that way. Um, but probably like not that long after, maybe like by the time I got to about chapter 10, I was like, okay, wait, hold on. Like, I think this makes sense. Like this is what's happening. But I tried to throw everybody off with the- um, The boat blowing up? Oh my gosh. No, no, no. With oh. uh, Callie and the dude. Did, did anybody think that maybe that was, or did either of you think that maybe that was Jameson's dude? Where Callie had her, um, she was talking about the guy that used to work with her dad and how like she had an affair with him. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, yes, I did. Okay. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So people did in the spoiler room, people posting in the spoiler room, like, oh my God, I totally thought it was going to be this person, but she probably did on purpose. I was like, I did. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to keep everybody guessing. So nobody went right to it because I wasn't sure. So I'm a guesser. Like I am the worst person to watch movies oh, with because like, I know everything's gonna happen. Like if I get surprised, I'm so excited because I, I hardly yes. ever get surprised, you know? So I try to make that like surprise. Everybody's always like, my editors tell me, maybe you should give a little more a little sooner. And I'm like, no, 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 not yet. Like, let's wait it out, you know? Because once it hits, that. it's like a huge, like, oh shit. And that's like my favorite, but I don't go for like, I don't want to confuse people. So I, I, but I like to make them wait so that when it does happen, 
everything else makes sense. So it's there, you just don't see it because it's subtle, you know? Yeah, I think it's when like they're on that boat and then the pearl, like I didn't understand the yes, um, not. reference to the pearl. Mm-hmm. And, then, yeah. and then when she goes to the house and she finds like that whole jar of pearls and I'm like, okay, yeah. like someone's clearly broken in. But then, yeah, it all ties in really nicely. I'm like, yeah, I, believe I missed this. I know. <laughs> and I... then in like the very first chapter, actually, too, I don't know if anyone caught it there. I think it's the first chapter. Um, she talks about like, oh, her mom's and her mom and Pearls and Prada. So I was like, okay, so they might relate it to the mom directly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, there's a lot of different little like tricks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really didn't know how to take the mom actually. Like, oh, some... actually, yeah. Yeah, because some at, at the very start, you're like, she is awful she's horrible but then towards the end you're kind of like you I started mean, to like her yeah yeah like I feel like she, she had me. I kind of was thinking that when she moves moves Jameson into Anthony's house and I was like I feel like there's something going on here like she's planning for something and she really doesn't want to do this but I mean I still wasn't a huge fan of it look you definitely yeah when she moved her into Anthony's house, I wrote a little note for myself because what I've been doing is <laughs> I'm writing myself little notes in the book so that I can remember how I'm feeling when we're talking, like I can actually yeah. authentic feelings. And I'm um, trying to find it. I wrote, her mother is a psychotic fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I love that Avenger, she writes the notes and all I do is highlight all the hot quotes. Really. Oh, I, do that well. <laughs> I do do that as well. But I must say, I am much like you in terms of the fact that I like to guess things. And when mm-hmm. I get surprised, I really love it. So I like when... I'm like, hang on a second. Why, why is Ransom walking up the stairs? And also like the whole time in the back of my mind was that, was the yacht blowing up? I'm like, what is going on with that yacht? Why hasn't it been discussed? Oh, as soon it's as, sitting there in my head. Yeah. As soon as Ransom, like when he turns up at the house and you can hear, I was like, oh, oh my God. No. And then I was like <laughs> scrolling, scrolling back urgently, like, hang on a second. She saw his brother at the club, didn't she? She would have known. And then I was like, no, see faces. No, okay. Yeah, they didn't see faces. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I had to redo that whole scene because it all played out different originally. Um, I can't even think now how the first one went. It was, oh, so they were approaching and he hadn't, he was getting ready to go into the room and like, what did I do differently? The Curie, I think she starts to, does she still start to open like the curtain and he stops her? Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. Okay, so that happens. So I can't remember now exactly. I don't know, but I had to reguide. I had to go back and redo that whole scene um, after it was like done, the first draft. But yes, yeah, because so. before and then, then that would, yeah. Yeah, so I think that might be more like where I was like for sure I had to adjust stuff so, somewhere. I don't remember exactly what I did, but I know I changed something. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing about how things have changed as you've progressed <clears throat> and thought about different ways it's going to go. Yeah. Oh, well, you know which part also I didn't, um, when her, when Jules dies, I didn't, because oh, the whole time I, was I thought it was going to be um, Callie, I didn't realize it was, yeah, and then when that happened, I was like, oh. <laughs> didn't. I was, that was very, um, that whole scene from the hospital through to when she ends up at the um, cemetery was very, very emotional. Mm. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. So I, like, 
for that, my thought was it's, you know, real life is so messy that like, even though you have your own backwards problems going on, like she doesn't really stop to consider other people's have problems too. Yes. Because she's just like so stuck in like, well, my world's fucked up, you know, and they're just living it up, you know, so she doesn't know all that. So it's kind of like another awakening for her. Like, okay, there's other people have problems too, but then it's also worked for me as like a third subplot point where it's kind of like the reaffirmation of so you know, you know, when you when you're writing a story, like the whole goal is to get to like the happy ever after, right? So in starting it, the the purpose behind it has to be like her what her what's her what's keeping her from it, and her keeping her from it is like love kills, right? So she believes love is dangerous for you it, because of everything with her father. So then, as she starts to accept it, something comes back in, which is Jules, to like remind her love is shit love is bad for you yes. to like trigger her mind more you know so it, yep. it, it it played a lot of different parts but that was one of the things that like I seen a couple times growing up when I was a teenager so I had tried to like throw it in the middle of all the chaos because that's when it came up for us you know like me and my friends as kids it was like you don't ex like I had I had just not to get on like the personal side I know we're supposed to be talking badly behaved but like I had my mom had moved us um, states for about a year and a half and so like right when we're getting ready to come home and I hated it the whole time and I tried to not enjoy it because I was just being a selfish brat <laughs> but um so right before she agrees to move home you know we have all this stress my grandma had just passed like all this blah blah blah, blah whatever everybody has problems in the world um literally the day I got back to Las Vegas where we lived to pack my things like one of our friends had committed suicide and I had to come right back home. So it was like, I have all these issues going on in my own life, but then this happens and the world stops, you know, and, yeah. and then you have to rethink everything. So it was like, it came from a really real place. So I was hoping that it felt <clears throat> genuine, you know, like everything that happened. So like all the little scenes I tried to play out as far as like the way they're all outside of the cemetery, that in a different light though, like we all went to the school, you know, and, um, the showing about the house like everybody went to the house like so there's a lot of real that I just yeah. sort of you know refolded um so, so people would feel that because shit does happen that you don't expect or yeah. whatever you know it's not just added like drama no definitely not and no yeah. I definitely think you gave those scenes justice because <laughs> yeah it really was extremely emotional to read and it really you conveyed those emotions through your writing definitely so thank you okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that would be hard to share thank you for joining us on our spoiler yeah thanks for having me it was fun I was not nervous <laughs>